Hey guys, just a quick note before we get into this episode. Early on in the conversation, Judge and I are discussing movies that are uncomfortable to watch, and one movie came up which had themes of sexual assault. I've done my best to censor it instead of removing it. The only reason I didn't remove it is because of continuity of the episode. Judge and I jump from topic to topic quite rapidly, so by leaving that two minutes in, I felt that it would make the podcast a lot easier to follow. So if you believe it's something that is going to trigger you or is just too uncomfortable for you to listen to, that section starts at 16 minutes and 30 seconds and it ends at 19 minutes and 15 seconds. That way you can skip ahead those couple minutes and you can enjoy the rest of the episode. Thanks guys. Are you new to fatherhood? Not sure if you're dadding to your full potential? Well you've come to the right place. Most dads aren't talking to each other about their lives as dads, like it's some kind of secret. Well, this is the podcast that takes the secret out of fatherhood. This is Not So Secret Dad's Business. G'day, g'day guys. Welcome to another episode of Not So Secret Dad's Business. So this episode is a bit of a new episode format that I've decided to bring to you guys. As much as all these guest interviews are are really cool to have, a lot of the time it can get pretty deep and heavy and I need a new co-host just to shoot the shit with. So if you guys have been following me on social media, you'll see in the last few weeks I've sort of been teasing a bit about who the new co-hosts could be. So let me introduce the new co-host who I'm going to talk to every second episode, Judge. Thanks for coming on board with me, man. Your favorite foul-mouthed fucking chucklehead is back from the USA. So I'm fucking stoked, man. Like when you when you message me about it, because everybody knows, or I mean, your people might not know. I was doing a, another show, and I really like doing it just because of the thing we talked about last time, right? Like sometimes you need to get shit off your chest. It helps you, helps other people or whatever. So when you asked me, I was like, well, I like him. I like his show. So yeah, every other fucking episode works fine. And I was excited, man. I was really excited. So it it it, it works out great for both of us because we usually have a tendency to be, and I'll, I'll, I'll use a Bruno reference. I mean, I'll use a, an Encanto reference because I fucking love that movie. Like you and me are like Luisa's, right? Like we expect to be carried or to carry shit. But when we have issues... People are like, well, yeah, but I need to talk about my shit first because we're always there for people. So this is like our time to, you know, handle the shit that we got to handle. Absolutely, man. And that that's part of the reason I love talking to you, dude. And it shows in that last episode that I did with you when we were talking about discipline, focus, knowing your why. Because, yeah, we do go off on those tangents. And, and like you said, we do support everybody else. So it is good to have somebody there to sort of shoot shit with, go backwards and forwards. And look, I'll be honest with you, man. I don't always agree with everything you say. And sometimes I don't want to take it on board. But at least, you know, I, I feel I'm not one of those assholes that are like, who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? You know, you always give me some food for thought. Yeah. And you're right. Like, I love the guest spots that you bring in. But like, is your show too. Right. So for all the ones I listen to, like they're they're very guest driven. Right. We're like, yeah, you impart some information, but a lot of it's like, you know, kind of running through, you know, questions and like, what up with you? What up with you? So like, it's cool. 
But every once in a while, you got to have something for you. That's right, man. Look, I mean, when I first started the show, the, the, the idea of having guest interviews every fucking week, that was not the plan. You know, I'd originally decided to kick it off with a, another guy that I'd met online through one of the dad's groups. And uh, I thought, well, fuck yeah, I'll just get a, go ahead and start planning all this stuff out. And uh, sadly, he was in a bad headspace at the time. And he just felt that I, I pulled the rug out from underneath him and, and completely taken his idea. The thing is, a lot of people have the same fucking idea. So it's not that I went stealing anything. It was a case of let's get it off the ground and, and I'll start doing the groundwork. Well, that's Young's collective unconsciousness, right? Like Carl Young was like, listen, at some point, we're all having all the same thoughts. Like the same thought you have right now, someone from China could be thinking the same thing because uh, if memory serves me correctly, it's like we're all pulling from the same pool. And that's why sometimes when you see a movie come out, you're like, I had the same fucking thing. Like we can't, like no one comes up with anything new. Like there's no new thing. And if there is a new thing, you always go, but that part reminds me of something like, so it just seems like we're all pulling from the same ideal pool, which is kind of cool. I wish people would recognize that instead of being like, well, I don't like so-and-so because he's from this country or because he's this skin color or whatever. Like, I don't know, man, that it, but like, that's the shit that bothers me. Like, especially as a dad, right? Cause like hunters. And I think I said this before my, my, my first grad, my first like 10 graduating classes, I made a couple kids who are my kids. So as a joke, they started calling me dad. They're my sons and daughters, right? I still know them. A bunch of them went to Hunter's birthday party at Billy B's. They had a fucking blast. So when, you know, my kid Josh Rell came over, they were all playing on the trampoline. I said, Hunter, these are your little brothers and sisters, man, except for her, her tallest boy. He's giant and he's older. And then um, I think I said this later. So I don't know. I was telling fucking somebody who gives a shit. I'll say it again. And when I took him in the car to bring him home, he goes, dad, I don't think that's my sister. I said, why? And I was thinking I was going to have like the race conversation with him. He's like, she's too pretty to be my sister. Like Hunter doesn't give a fuck what people like. He doesn't care. He's like, do you want to play on the trampoline? I want to play on a fucking trampoline. Dude, the kid could be green with fucking gills. Hunter's not going to give a shit. He just wants to play with people. Did you have to have the, the, the race conversation? Like with your kid, like when he met someone new or met someone with a disability, because Hunter did that. Like Sarah's uncle uh, has Down syndrome. And Hunter didn't say anything there. He ended up playing with him. And when we left, he's like, dad, what's wrong with Sarah's uncle? Like a kid's not going to do it kindly because he's not trying to be a dick. He's just doesn't know how to ask the fucking question. So like we broke it down for him and Sarah's a scientist. So she broke it down for him. He's like, okay. And that was it. No fucking issues. So like, did you have to broach that topic in like a weird way with your guy? Well, um, yeah, one day I, I kind of did, but I didn't, I didn't ask the question of why. You know, and, and so I just I made the assumption that he was talking about this friend who's a, an Indian boy, I believe, uh, Indian, Pakistani, something along those lines. And, um, you know, he's like, Dad, why is he different to me? You know, and I'm like, oh, because, you know, he, he, his parents maybe come from a different country. And, and, you know, so he's got brown skin and dark hair. And he's like, no, I wasn't talking about that, Dad. Why is he taller than me? He's the same age. <laughs> See, I told you, man, kids don't give a fuck. Kids don't give a shit. It's awesome. Yeah, so so I was like, oh, okay, yeah, well, maybe he's, he's just grown faster than you, dude. But again, I'm, I'm sort of preparing him for, for another situation like that. Um, so in June, Christine and I are about to get married, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, June 4th. So I'll make sure, man, we're good. We're going to Zoom it, so I'll give you... Oh, you, dude, I'm got in. The, you've got the meeting details, so, yeah, we'll Zoom you in anyway. But um, my 
uh, one of my groomsmen, man, he's coming over from Western Australia and he's got spina bifida. He's born with spina bifida, been wheelchair bound his whole fucking life. And uh, so, yeah, I was, I was preparing Eli already that, Hey, look, we're going to have Perry here staying with us. He's in a wheelchair. So, you know, we need to help him out because, you know, we're on two stories as well. So obviously he's not going up and down the stairs by himself. So I'm like, you know, the, we're going to have to help him out because he, he can't walk and, and, and this sort of thing. So he sort of just every once in a while, he asks those questions. Well, why does he need a wheelchair or, or this? So I'm sure once he comes over and he's staying with us for a couple of weeks, Eli's going to just blurt out those questions to him. But again, I've spoken to my, my man, you know, and he's like, dude, that's cool. I'm happy to answer any fucking questions, you know, he goes, he's, he's five. He's, like you said, doesn't know how to word the questions properly. So he's like, I'm not going to like take it as if someone's trying to be a dick or, or condescending or whatever. He's like, so yeah, cool. We'll educate it. And I like how, uh, so we have Disney plus obviously, and they just put the, the TV MA code just came out because Punisher is on there. All the great fucking Netflix Marvel shows are on there. Um, Hunter has been watching the new proud family. I love that fucking show. Like that show is great. When I put on this one, they're all older. And the kid that was a little effeminate in the old version is now gay. Like, or at least uh, very effeminate. Any Like, I don't know how he or how the show defines him, but he's into fashion, shit like that. Like, he's got pink hair, the whole thing. So they're, they're, they're showing the kids now, like, new, new kids, right? And the friend group is wild. The two dads in the show... There's two dads of two kids that just moved in. They're gay. They kiss. And, uh, you know, like the proud father is like, what the fuck? Like his eyes actually crack. But I like that. Like, this is the shit that we didn't get. That's why back in the 80s, motherfuckers were throwing around faggot and all kinds of shit. Because, like, no one told us. Like, no one sat us down and had that conversation. Like, we were just watching Turning Red. Turning Red is a fucking phenomenal movie. But the whole thing is about, like, dude, it's a coming of age story. Like, at first when she runs to the bathroom and she says, I'm a big red monster, her mom pulls out pads and she's like, Oh my God, we'll take care of it. And like fucking parents are like, Ooh, my kid shouldn't. Well then explain to your fucking kid because we can't hide that. Like there's nothing embarrassing about the functions of the human body. It's only embarrassing when you fucking make it embarrassing. Exactly. And if you didn't want them to watch it, don't fucking watch it or preview everything. Be one of those parents that literally previews everything and then hide shit from your child that you shouldn't and then watch what fucking happens. You get a bunch of jaded fucks like the ones are in this town because Hunter, who's not like this at all, is like, dad, kids in my class call people gay. And I was like, all right, well, do you know what that is? Blah, blah, blah. He knows because his uncle Ricardo and his uncle Brian are gay and we go over that house. I was like, that, that's gay. It doesn't matter who who you love. It doesn't matter if it's a guy and a guy, a girl and a girl, who gives a shit? And he's like, no, 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 I don't say it, but they say it. And I think about the podunk jerk off town that I live in. And I'm like, that doesn't fucking shock me at all. It just doesn't. Like if someone doesn't agree with alternate sexual lifestyles, don't move to a town where they are. And here there's none. So what are the people here complaining about? You don't even fucking know people like that. Like, just don't fill your kids ears with poison. Because there's nothing wrong with anybody that you are in love with. He's standing right here. I've had this conversation. I said, Hunter, like right now there's like crushes going on. Like he sat me down and talked to me about crushes. And I explained it to him. And I said, 
some boys are going to like girls, some girls are going to like girls. It's like, but you like who you like and don't give a fuck about anybody else. It's like we talked about last time. Like we have to have conversations on a level that he can understand. And he does. And as soon as he gets it, he goes, okay. And just moves on. Yeah, we're not quite at that point with our man yet. Well, yeah, he's six, right? Yeah, five and a half. He comes up to six in July. So I think, you know, stuff like that, he still hasn't sort of uh, grasped the concept of it. But again, I've, you know, we've just, even just in passing, that you know, anybody can love anybody, you know. It can be a man loving a man, uh, a woman loving a woman, you know. And, And like you said, it was so much more taboo back when I was a kid, you know, even to the point that there's there's a song that we used to sing as kids. Uh, it's it's called Kookaburra in the Old Gum Tree, right? Uh, Kookaburra sits in the old gum tree, merry, merry, king of the bushes, he. Laugh, Kookaburra, laugh. Gay your life must be. We didn't think twice about it because we knew gay meant happy. But then, like, in the late 90s, early noughties, they started oh boy. Yeah. doing all that PC bullshit. And they actually changed the lyrics to happy your life must be. Oh, why? What difference does it make? But uh, what? Yeah, exactly. What difference does it make? And secondly, what are you trying to do? Discriminate? Like, if that's your, your reasoning for doing it, are you discriminating against the LBGT community? Are you trying to, like, what's the point of trying to protect your children from something that's completely normal? That's what I'm saying. Like, what do you protect? You're protecting them from stuff you don't like, but you don't have to protect them from that because it's not hurting them. Like knowledge never hurt anybody. How they use that knowledge has. So there's nothing I can tell this kid that I'm not like, like, look, Hunter hates cursing. He don't even like when I curse and I curse a lot. Right. At one point we were on the trampoline and he was doing the beeps. Right. He'd be like, Oh, I beep. And I thought it was funny because he's not saying word. At one point, he beeped and then said, damn, after it, like, instead of actually beeping out the word damn, kid was in shambles for like an hour. Like, he just doesn't like cursing. Is he going to one day? Eh, probably. Kids are going to be kids. But I took the Kevin Smith approach. Like, he's like, we don't stop what we say in front of the kid because that, like, why? Like, why bother? They're going to get it from somewhere. So he knows. I said, look, I could talk like this because I'm an adult. You can't talk like that. He goes, okay. He's like, I don't even want to talk like that. I said, all right, well, then don't. I said, but if that changes, it's it's going to change. Like when we were talking about the crush thing, he comes into the room and he's like, dad, do crushes go away? I said, well, it depends, right? Like I might still have crushes on people that I've known for like ever, but like, it just depends. I was like, you're just going to have to wait it out. He didn't tell me he had one, but I was like, I was just explaining to him the situation, but like, it's fine. And but, but like, I told him, I was like, there's nothing to be embarrassed about, man. Like, it's the embarrassment that you have to demystify. Yeah, man. Because, like, who who, care, who gives a shit, dude? If, like, if you're in first grade, second grade, and you hold on a girl's hand, you think that's the coolest thing in the world? So let it be the coolest thing in the world. Who gives a shit what other people think? Yeah, but I always thought to ask you that question, like, in terms of, like, how you're going to broach, like, those topics, like racism, sexism. Um, have you seen um, A Promising Young Woman? No, I have not. Holy shit. Everybody who listens to you, dude, I haven't pushed that movie. I've only seen it once. I will only ever watch it once. I cannot watch that movie twice. It is a, a how it's sold in the trailer is a, a girl acts like she's drunk and brings home guys who want to take advantage of her and then turns around she's not drunk. Everyone thought it was going to be like a, 
like a La Femme Nikita murder movie. It's not. But I'm telling you something right now. When he turns 16, he's going to sit down and watch that fucking movie. I'm not. No spoilers. Watch it. Yeah, I'll check it out. But like I said, you're probably only ever going to be able to watch it once because it's really really hard to it's fucking tough to watch dude it's tough to it's a fucking fantastic movie shit it must be good because there's only been oh, less than a handful of movies that i've struggled to sit through and it have been hard to watch and one of them was cannibal holocaust you know and that's 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 made in the fucking 70s yeah th- there's also another one called irreversible you've seen that fucking thing no i haven't seen that either whoa it is with uh you know the french dude a uh, really talented fucking actor. Uh, he was in uh, Ocean's 12, which that movie sucked, but he plays like the French guy, like the like the parkour yep, dude. Yep, I'm yep, sure you yep. know who he is. Fucking great actor. Actually, at one point, Marvel Comics started drawing him as the person under Dr. Doom's mask. And I was like, that'd be fucking great. It's a, I don't know if it's French flick, came out fucking like 20 years ago. The whole thing plays backwards. He goes into a bar and takes a, a fire extinguisher and beats this dude's face off to the point where they never cut. So I talked to other people about this movie, and they're like, I think he actually killed somebody. It is. And you're like, holy shit, why did that happen? Then they start taking it back. Not like a Quentin Tarantino typical, like, bounce back and forth. They just play it back. Turns out that that dude is his girlfriend or wife or soon-to-be wife. The scene is so fucking uncomfortable, dude. Like, I had to like look away and I know it's a movie, but it is, he gets her down a long hallway in a subway. And this is a spoiler alert. Cause some people don't like to watch it like this. Then the director puts the camera on the floor and it's a shot of a long hallway and him her for an uncomfortable fucking amount of time. We're talking like 11, 12 minutes, like in just one static shot. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, dude, it is horrifying to watch. Then when you think about it, you're like, yeah, I would have beat that fucking dude's face in with a fire. And he goes into a crowded club, finds him and fucking does it. So, like, shit like that, like, he ain't going to watch it. Like, I happened to stumble upon that movie. He don't need to watch that. But, yeah, dude, that's a fucking whoop. I'm telling you, man. At one point, I was hanging out with a a dude. He was uh, an amateur director. And I bought it up. I was like, the worst scene I ever seen in the movie. And he stops and goes, irreversible. Yeah. Like everybody fucking knows this thing. Jesus Christ. No, I haven't seen it. And I think I'm somewhat glad that I haven't, maybe. Don't. Don't. It was a train wreck. You didn't want to look away, but you're like, this is actually making me like angry, sick. Because normally when they show shit like that in movies, the camera's moving around, there's music. Son, there's no music. It is like the beeping of the subway coming and like her trying to say stuff. It is fucked up. It's fucked up. No matter what age, right? That's that's not comfortable for anybody to watch. You know, and I mean, I even remember when I was a kid, probably six, seven, eight. You know, there were kids at school watching the child's play movies and stuff like that. I'd never seen it. I grew up in a Christian household. I was pretty sheltered from a lot of that stuff. You know, but even even now, that's not something like child's play is not something I'd let let my six year seven year old watch. Nah. You know what I mean? And it's weird how that stuff lives with you. I watched the second part technically because I don't think they count the second one. I saw the original Candyman fucking years ago. Since then, I've met that actor. He's 
wonderful. He's such a kind dude. He's super nice. Candyman scared the fuck out of me, though. They just did the new one. The new one is fucking fantastic. I still, and I know it's a movie. I've met the fucking actor. I still won't say Candyman in a fucking mirror. Mm. Like, that's how ingrained, like, almost like the new the new mythos is like inside of us. Like there's certain things I just won't do. Like I won't say Candyman in a fucking mirror. I asked Sarah, I'm like, yo, you want to go say Candyman in a mirror? She's like, the fuck I do. I was like, yep, no, no, I won't. Because you never know. Like it was built so well into my, into my young brain that I was like, I ain't saying that. No, fuck that. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And see, like for me, the, the, the one that did that was, was the exorcist, you know, especially growing up in a Christian household and, and learning about demonic possession and all of that as a kid, spiritual warfare and shit like that. Yeah. I watched that and I was like, get fucked. Like, I think first time I watched it, I got a third of the way through. You know, I was like, I can't watch this. Now, did your folks see it in the movies? Uh, I don't know about my folks. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure my mum saw it when, when it came out or around that time. My mom saw it in the movies. And they had ambulances come into the theater because at that point it was scaring the shit out of people. And they were like thrown up and fainting. Like she remembers going to the movie and motherfuckers passing out because of how fucked up it was. Dude, the whole fucking themselves with the cross thing. They didn't broach shit like that. Like what the omen, the exorcist all kind of made around the same time. But the exorcist, like I loved Omen. Omen's a fucking great flick. Omen, Omen, hands down, great film. But in terms of like shit that will fuck you up, especially at that time period, bro, The Exorcist was uh, was was drastically ahead of its time. And as a matter of fact, yo, you want to hear something fucked up? I think people who play VR horror games are fucking psychopaths, right? Like I'll punch Apollo Creed. That's awesome. I'll fly around as Iron Man. That's great. Do you know that PlayStation Store? Has an exorcist VR fucking game? No, thank you. Where you actually have to go and do like demonic fu- God, fucking son. Who the fuck is playing that game? There's like five chapters. And my friend Audrey's like, I'll play it. I was like, you can fucking play it then. Because I would never fucking play that game. In VR? Nah. Nope. Nah. See, look, I know you're you're right into Mad Vlad and all that as well. And like I Oh my god, I, I love that dude. I haven't watched any of his videos, but I've I've always seen your stories and shit. And like I just I can't play those horror games, man. I've played a few of them. Um was uh, Outlast, I think is it might be called. Yeah. You know, I played that for 10 minutes and I was like, fuck yeah, this, it's off. Yo. And I was in the playing in the fucking daylight. Yeah. I don't know how he doesn't have nightmares. I don't know. He hasn't had, yo, but shouts to mad Vlad, dude. If you're like, he's obviously worldwide. That fucking dude, the shit he puts up is so actually I found him. Cause I was playing the forest. Love the forest. Part two is coming out. Me and my buddy, Howie from England are going to play. I found it because he would just put up tutorials on how to find certain weapons. I didn't know he had a whole, a whole thing. Yo, when he plays horror movies, it is the funniest fu- dude. Me and Sarah freaked out because we're jumping He's jumping and his facial expressions and just like his whole, you know, Southern fucking draw. Dude, it is so fucking, fun. yo, shouts to that dude. If people, yo, you got to watch his shit. He did a, a game called Iblis and um, it was so fucking insanely well done because it wasn't a jump scare a minute, but you thought that it was going to be. So the entire time, like you were fucking tense. He was tense. Yo, watch that dude. I'm telling you what. Go through any of like the horror movie selections, 
Oh, I'm sorry, the horror game selections and fuck to watch and play it, dude. They're great. Yeah, man. That's some some great, great reactions, especially from you, man. Will you put that shit up on your stories? You're just like, what the fuck? And then you'll just piss yourself out. It's great. Yo, and I cackle. Like when I laugh hard, like you can't even hear me. It's like the no breath fucking laugh thing. And sometimes I got to get up and run. Like I'm one of those people. Like I like I can't. Oh, my God. He's so fucking funny. And like him, him, I let Hunter watch because I know what he's about. But have you run into the problem with watching shit with your kids? Like, like, say they watch Peppa Pig. Do you remember the the time period where people put up like a Peppa Pig show or like a kid show and then Im- implant that uh Momi thing in it? The oh, the Momo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't have that issue. And they're like cursed. Like it would play the first ten minutes. Parents obviously would just put it on and be like blah 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 blah. But in the middle, they they'd flash like dead bodies and people getting stabbed. And unless you're watching it, you wouldn't fucking know. So people started to flag them, dude. That shit was fucked up. Yeah, no, we didn't have, have that issue. Eli was still too young. I mean, we only gave him his, his tablet for, I think it was for his fifth birthday. And uh, that, cause uh, if you remember rightly, I was asking I think you, Rob and Steve about, you know, what do you guys do with, with parental controls and all that sort of shit. Well, you got that shit on lock. He's got minutes on yours, right? Yeah, he's got minutes. Because you're like, you out of minutes? Ain't nothing I can do about it. Ain't nothing I can do about it. You're fucked. Yeah, so he he gets, I think, like three or three hours a day that he can use it, you know. And that's that's to do. And he has to do his educational apps first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so he, he's got to do the reading and writing and all that sort of shit first for, say, half an hour, 45 minutes. Then he can go on YouTube Kids or he can play beat star or, or fucking uh, what is it best fiends or whatever you know and that's all cool but yeah we've had to ban youtube because he's he's walking around with an american accent <laughs> it's fucking awesome <laughs> yeah we lined him up with a speech therapist because you know we're like go get ready for bed and you go okay i'm gonna go get my pajamas <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right, all right. Or he'd be playing with his tool. Hey, Dad, have you seen my hammer? Have you seen my hammer anywhere? <laughs> it's fucking awesome. That's good, though. That's good, though. Like, it's, it's, it, it's cool. It's kind of like um, when I went out to England and I landed, uh, Howie's like, you're going to be like a superhero over here. It doesn't even matter what you look like as soon as you open up your mouth because you're, you're new, right? So... Hunter, when he was young, he used to watch the Finger family. Every fucking parent knows about it. It's like um, daddy finger, daddy finger, where are you? And it goes to the whole fucking family. But at one point he was watching a compilation. He was doing it in different languages. Hunter was like three doing it in like Arabic. And I was like, oh shit, like that's really cool. And I don't really have to monitor his shit because if he watches scary shit, he usually watches it with me or he watches like one of the YouTubers. That's okay because I know what the fuck's going to come out of their mouth. But normally I'll go in there. He's watching like, like, Damage done by tornadoes. Kid loves the planets. Like, I don't know if you just saw I put it up. Like, we did the old school styrofoam balls. He was stoked, man. He painted up all the fucking planets and shit like that. Like, so sometimes I walk in, he's like, Dad, did you know that if the moon dislodged from, I was like, no, I fucking didn't. And that's not even me being like, 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 oh, like interested, Dad. I'm like, no, I fucking didn't. Like, you got to tell me about that shit because I don't know what that shit's all about. So luckily, he's not going to be like, is he going to stay like that? Nah, probably not. Like, I think I told, uh, 
the boys from Shadadigans this at one point. He'll put on like anime videos and shit. Like, Dad, I gotta go to the bathroom. And he's in there for like fucking 15 minutes. I know what he's doing, dude. Fucking look at anime girls. I don't I don't knock on the door and be like, what are you doing? Like, like my dad did and shit. Like, well, when my fucking dad was around. But like I didn't do that shit. I'm like, yo, rock it out, dude. Go, 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 go fucking find yourself, man. Like, they ain't nothing wrong with that shit. And then he comes out of the bathroom and he's like on like another video. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yep. 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 So I mean. Is he going to stay like that? Nah, man. Kid's going to hit 13, 14 shit, and I'm going to have to have a whole completely different conversation with him. But as of right now, he's 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 he's, he's eight, dude. He's eight. Shit's going to start fucking happening, man. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah, look, I mean, I'm getting to that point with, with Eli where he just, he does like Hunter does. Hey, Dad, did you know this? Or, hey, Dad, if you do this, did you know that this is going to happen? And I'm like, no, man, had no idea. Where the hell did you learn that? Because I'm so used, especially in the first five years or so of his life, I'm so used to the information he knows coming from me that now he started school, he's got all these different information sources and he's coming home and saying shit. And I'm like, where the fuck did you learn that? Dude, isn't that great? That's so fucking dope. And that's why when people are like, oh, I wish my kid can stay this age forever. I'm like, I don't. Like every new stage has been fucking cool as shit. Like every new stage after this is going on preteens, man, going to get a first girlfriend, going on his first date. Like that's all dope. And then when I'm fucking old and rickety and Sarah's 16 years younger than me and she's wheeling me around a fucking wheelchair, he's going to have a kid. He's going to be asking me dad advice. Like there's no reason. Like, listen, Hunter was all kids are fucking cute. Right. So like Hunter was cute when he was a kid. He had a list going on and shit like that. Like it was great. But like, I don't want that time back. I enjoyed that time when I had that time. Now I'm just like, I'm like, what did you say about fucking Venus? I didn't fucking know that. And it's not even like playing the game. Like I genuinely didn't. And the kid gets like this beaming sense of pride when he's teaching me something. So I told him real quick. I was like, yo, parents and and adults especially are not the experts of everything. I was like, you're going to tell me shit that I didn't know. And maybe I'm going to tell you something that you didn't know because I'm your first teacher, which is going to be dope. Like, I'm never going to tell you, like, oh, I didn't know that if I didn't know it. Instead, we're going to have a conversation about why I did and where I found that out from. But, like, nah, dude, every stage is going to be dope. And then Sarah wants more kids, so I'm going to have to fucking do this all over again <laughs> at, like, 50. Yeah, look, I mean, I, can't, I I get where people are coming from, where they're like, oh, man, I wish wish they could stay that age forever. Because I, I look back at my memories, you know. Oh, I get it. Yeah, of course. Every day, Facebook is spitting shit back at you from four or five years ago. And I'm like, oh, man, look at the little smush, you know. I miss, I miss the little smush. Yeah, but if you're, if you're living there, you're missing now. That's right. I'm saying like if you're constantly looking through like if he's sitting next to you and it's always a constant look through like when he was young, when he was young. Like what about now? Like what about like you enjoying the time now? Like, yes, you're always going to have that like. There's a great um, app, I think it's called Chat Books, where you send out, like you upload a whole bunch of pictures, you can actually change where they are on the book. And it's cheap, dude. And they print the book, it's hardcover, they send it to you. So I got one called the Pib Nasty Chronicles. And it was just all the pictures from like one to four. Now I got to make another one, a new shit. Like, yeah, of course I love them, man. Of course I love to look through that shit, but I don't look back at it and lament now, because now's dope too. Oh yeah, for real, man. And like Eli's very much like Hunter. Anything that is STEM related, he's all over it, you know. Like um we we buy him the um, and I'm sure you may have them over there to so, like bunch of science kits by a Smithsonian. Yep. 
He's and he them. loves that Smithsonian stuff. We've got one at the moment that had like crystal growing, a volcano, a weather station. Yo, he got the same set from Sarah's parents. I know exactly which way because it comes with all the same shit. Yep, 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 yep. And he sat there. Yeah, and the fossil digging shit as well. Yep. You want to blow his fucking mind? Sarah got Hunter this for Christmas. It is an alien autopsy kit. Okay. You get like the stuff that like, when I got my Lobo fangs made, I had to put my, 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 my teeth in this like gel thing that hardens. You pull it out, you send it to him. He makes your fucking fangs. So they fit right to your teeth. You make a, a, an alien body out of this stuff. Right. And then like you implant these other things and it changes. So like you can pull out veins, you can make a little heart and a thing and put it in. And then you cut the motherfucker open and start, yo, it is a mess. But it is such a fucking fun time, dude. I, I get, yo, if your kid's like my kid, he's going to pick that shit right up. He's going to love it. Yeah, I'll have to look into that, man. But um, yeah, no, the latest thing he's been begging me to do is set up the weather station so we can do the weather station and, and monitor the weather. And um, like when I was doing my certificate for in aeronautics, I didn't complete it. But when I was doing it, meteorology, I was all over that shit. You know, I thought it was cool. So that's one thing we haven't gotten around to doing it yet because we've just had so much fucking rain in the last six weeks or whatever. It's just been insane. But. There's an, uh, a free app called Skyview. Skyview uh, gets your location. And when you move your phone around, all the but, but like virtual versions of the stars come up. And when you point at them, and it's your actual sky. And when you point at them, it shows you what constellation it's a part of, what the name of the star is. So sometimes, especially over the summer, we lay on the trampoline and just fucking, oh, shit, like, there's that, there's that. And, like, it tells you what it is and it gives you some background information. Shit like that is great, man. And a lot of that shit's floating around for free, too. And, honestly, even if it wasn't free, I'd still get it because the kid loves space. So I want to be able to to foster that because kids will jump in and out of shit really fast. Like, I'm sure you go through that, too. Like, Hunter now says, like, I don't even like that anymore. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, why are you poo-pooing it now? And, shit? and then it comes back and all of a sudden he's back into it again. Yeah, well, Eli's recently discovered Lego as well, you know, so he's he's all over Lego lately. And uh, it was actually really cool. Just last week, we went to the Australian Museum, and um, there's a guy over here. He's like a Lego master. His name's Brickman. And he had done this full Jurassic World fucking Lego exhibition. Oh, Jesus. Like there was a T-Rex head coming out of the wall, and it was like 122,000 bricks and took him over 1,200 hours of God building. Damn. And Do you have Legoland by you? Yeah, uh, I think we do have a Legoland or something along those lines, but we haven't been there. Dude, it is fucking nuts, man. There's one in New York, but then there's another one in Florida. The one in Florida obviously has like, hotel. it's like a little Disney, right? But it's just Lego. So they have like all the land set up and shit. Yo, it's wild, dude. Like, they put together full-size cars that you can fucking sit in and shit. Like, I don't know why you want to sit on Legos. You don't even like to stand on them. But, like, dude, the shit that they do is dope. Like, my friend Scott, Scott Benson, shouts to Scott. He was, like, uh, he loves Lego. Dude, his whole basement is, like, down here. But it's all, like, dude, he built that big-ass Millennium Falcon that they came out with. The one that was, like, a thousand, like, like fucking a million pieces or whatever. And that's what he does to, like, to decompress. Like, that's his shit. At the end of the night, puts together some stuff. He's got fucking everything, man. Got TIE fighters and all kinds of shit. Yeah, I want to get that Millennium Falcon, man. But even even this morning, I said, because we went to this, this uh, exhibition last week, of course, the last stop is always the gift shop, right? Oh, of course. 
Exit through the gift shop, always. And so, you know, I've got, oh, look at this Lego set. We'll buy it for Eli, you know. She's like, Christine's gone, yeah, no worries. And then there was a, there was a Mustang I wanted. It was going to cost me like $200. Really? How big was it? Oh, it would have been, yeah, big. Well, maybe 12 inches long. Yeah, I would say it's like a one-sixth or like a one-eighth scale fucking, oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't have, don't have fucking $200 now. But there was a Lamborghini Countach and it was 30 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. Why not? You know? It's a slippery slope, though. It is, man. Any kind of collector thing is a slippery slope. Look at this fucking, dude, this is one side of the room. It goes all the way to fuck back with lights and fucking exclusive shit. Like, once you start, it's fucked up. Like my friend John is the one who got me into this. Like he showed me the Hot Toys website. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get a couple. He's like, motherfucker, it ain't gonna be a couple. He's like, you ain't. It ain't gonna happen. I start off with one of these display cases. One. Now there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen of these fucking things down here. Well, yeah, I mean this this Countach, man. It was. There we go. That's that's it there. Oh shit, that's pretty fucking dope. You know, so the fucking spoiler moves up and down, and it's fucking neat, man. It's the first Lego set that I've built in probably 20, 25 years. Yeah. Dude, they're fun, man. They're really- oh, did you see the new Tiger that came out from Lego? It has an asshole. I'm not even playing. I thought someone put it up as a joke. After you get done, there's a little pink button, and the, and the Tiger has an asshole my friend scott bought it because again he buys everything lego i was like yo is that asshole in there he's like no it's legit like there's an asshole i'm like so when they put it on an elephant is there gonna be like a giant dick hanging out at the bottom because apparently they're just putting out fucking dicks and assholes and shit all over the place yeah dude an actual asshole look that shit up it's fucked up <laughs> fucking hell oh but yeah no so what well, like i said it's like the first kit that i've put together in about 20 or 25 years and i was sitting there going fuck man i forgot why i why did i even stop building this shit i forgot how much i love it and and the great thing is eli is there he's supervising me he's he's looking at the list of the parts of getting out the pieces and stuff and i'm like thanks for the help man he goes i thought you might need it dad because i'm a lego master now yeah that's awesome um do you guys have camp bricks by you or anything like that so it's a summer camp so it's a summer camp. It's like a three-week program that just focuses around Legos. It's called Camp Bricks. They got one up here, dude. It's fucking dope as shit. I'm sure they'd have something like that. Yeah, because some kids need that. Like, Hunter's not a sports person. He did this uh, 12-day program where it was like one sport a day. He had fun. He plays the piano. He sings and shit like that. He likes Lego. Actually, his shit is marble tracks. It's kind of like Legos. You put them together and then you run it and shit like that. It's dope. Like, that's like the kid is STEM all fucking day. He might get into something later. But I said this on the Weather Show. I was like, yo, you can't force, you know, sports and shit. Like, just because you failed at football when you were young doesn't mean your kid needs to be the next Tom Brady. Like, they don't. If they don't like it, I'm not saying don't, don't, don't expose your kids to stuff. Of course you have to. Because they're not going to do it on their own. They're going to find something that they love. He didn't want to play fucking sports. He's he's so he's so kind and nonviolent, like totally not like me when I was young. But that's good, though, because now I kind of know things differently. He's not like that at all, man. He's not like that at all. So anything he wants to do, I'm like, fucking do it, dude. He wants to strap on fucking ballerina shoes. Be a, be the best motherfucking ballerina you can. I don't give a shit. Does it make you happy? Yeah, dad, it makes me happy. Well, then that's all that fucking matters. 
Well, here's this, man. Um, as as you know, you know, I've, I I started a new job about six weeks ago or so. Fucking killing it, loving it. It's great. I've been in the best headspace of my fucking life. Yeah, that can, yeah, that that helps. Yeah, but I was talking to one of the guys at work and uh, just just having a chat, and he's like, "Oh yeah, what do you do on the weekends?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, well, you know, no little athletics this week because the track's flooded and this, that, and the other." I said, but, you know, that finishes in two weeks anyhow. So we've been talking to him and, and asking him what he, what does he want to do? You know, do you want to do karate or boxing or this or that? And he goes, wait, you give him a choice? Oh, my fucking God. Like, yeah. yeah, give him a choice. I said, I'm not, I'm not going to say you are doing this. This is a commitment you're making and you're going to do it. If the kid doesn't want to play football, I'm, he's not going to fucking play football. Even if I register him. Buy, buy him the top line cleats and all that sort of shit. He's not going to fucking be into it, right? No, no, it's just going to go to waste. Now, if you were a football player or a boxer, right, and you want to expose your kid to that to see if he likes it, that's great. But if the kid is miserable every time he goes to practice, now that's on you as a fucking parent. That's it, man. Because he, he knows he doesn't like it. I boxed growing up. I fucking loved it. My dad was not a boxer. He just needed something to fucking do with me on the weekends when he was at AA meetings and shit. So it was basketball, boxing, comic book collecting. And I loved it. Did I want to do it professionally? No, I just loved it because, but then I was one of them kids that turned it into street fight and shit. And I was beating the shit out of it because I knew what I was doing. So like it turned into to that. But um, yeah, I mean, like short, like if you like Sarah's cousin's husband was a, a, um, a hockey player all up and through college. He wants a kid to play hockey. I was like, all right, so expose him to hockey. But like, if he don't like hockey, then don't force hockey on. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Eli said, oh, I want to play football. And I went, oh, mate, rugby season's already started. We can't register you now. So, well, we'll have to wait. But, you know, we, you, you've been talking about wanting to do boxing. You've been talking about karate. You've been talking about this and that and the other. I said, so what would you like to do? He goes, I want to do boxing. I'm like, yeah, sweet. So we're down at the local PCYC, which is, you know, equivalent to like YMCA sort of thing. Take him down there. We've signed him up for junior boxing. Wednesdays is, is boxing day, you know? And so, you know, that's what he wanted to do. And this guy at work, he's like, why'd you give him a choice? And I said, because I put myself in his shoes. When I was a kid, I didn't want to play field hockey. I wasn't a fucking athlete. I wanted to read. I wanted to do in i wanted to play with my lego and shit like that but i was put into into hockey i hated it so i want to give the kid a choice because if he has a choice then when he comes to me halfway through the season or halfway through the term and goes i don't want to do this anymore hang on buddy you made this choice you said you wanted to do this so you're going to see it through oh yeah no yeah no if you if you join a team and you made the commitment to the team outside of like you breaking down and crying every day because you don't want to do it because you don't like it. Now, nah, dude, like that's commitment. Like that's different, right? Like if you play three games and you lose all the time and you want to quit, like you ain't going to do that. But, but like you ain't going to do that because you loved it when you started. You just don't like it now because you're losing. But that ain't got nothing to do with your love for the game. Like that's seeing it all the way through because you have to do that shit. And if you start yanking them out of shit, when he doesn't like it just on like a tertiary fashion where he's just like, yeah, whatever. How's he going to get through like college, right? How's he going to get through a job? Like he can't be like, oh, I'm 10 minutes into my job. I don't want to do shit. Like I know adults make jokes like that, but I talked about that last time, man. Like stop complaining about shit. 
It's shit you got to do. It's like all these motherfuckers talk about gas prices. I'm like, you plan on walking? You're going to get a bike? Then shut the fuck up about gas because it doesn't really make a difference. You're still going to put gas in your fucking car. It's like the same jerk offs who take pictures of a thermometer when they get in a car on 101 degree days. Yeah, we know because I fucking got one, too. I know how hot it is. I don't need to see your shit. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Speaking of that, like the favorite thing over here to do is, is everybody puts the frying pan out in the sun for an hour and then cracks the egg in it and cooks an egg. Oh, oh look how fucking hot it is. Yeah, we know. Australia is hot. You're going to brand yourself with the seatbelt buckle. You can fry an egg in a, in a frying pan with the sun. You can do it. It's the fucking Australian sun, man. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, like no one goes to, yeah, no one moves to Australia and goes, I didn't know it was going to be this hot here. Bitch, read a book. Like, just one. Watch a YouTube video. Yeah, like, I'm not talking about trends. Like, trends are fine. I think we talked about this before, probably offline. I don't mind trends and shit. I think that's fun. But motherfuckers are joke stealing. Like, they're straight up out there joke stealing. I remember someone put up um, a U2 joke. A waitress bought me my food, and she said, enjoy your food. And I said, you too. And it had, like, a gazillion fucking retweet. Dude, that's a Brian Regan bit from, like, 20 fucking years ago. Like, it's already been done. And then the worst part is, is they'll put it up on TikTok, right, with their stupid fucking face not saying anything, and they'll just run the joke underneath. And then when someone sees it and sees how many likes that one got, because they're all a bunch of egotistical pricks, they redo it. The same thing, because they think that they're going to get clout that way. And then they turn around, though. If you claim it, they turn around and gaslight the shit out of you, right? So it's like, dude, that's mine. They're like, whoa, it's not really a fucking big deal. Who gives a shit? People do it all the time. Like, all right, well, that's not how the shit works. Yeah, if it's on the internet, it's public domain, man. Fuck out of here. Nah. Uh, dude, on that note, I think we'll wrap this one up for today. We've, uh, Like you said last time, man, it always goes so fucking fast. It, dude, hey, it, it went longer than we thought, too, because it's 930. I think we started like 8. Well, 930 my time. I think we started like 805. But like I said, dude is going to be a blast. I hope people like it. And I guess I'll see you in like fucking two weeks or the second show. There's the, the next show and then the show after. It's going to be awesome, man. Yeah, man. Look, thanks for coming on board, man. Because like I said, the reason reason you jumped out at me to, to ask you was was I, I love when you were on the Shadadigan show, man. And I was I, I'd listen live. And I, I was always chiming in, fucking A, I'm with Judge. Yeah, Judge is on the money here. Judge, fucking. I know. <laughs> I know. I remember. That was awesome. So, yeah, I was like, well, fuck, man. Like, this guy needs a fucking platform. I'll ask him to jump on board. So, look, guys, Judge is going to be here every second of an episode. He's going to be going to be on the socials the whole, whole lot. So just jump in, ask Judge what you want, ask me what you want. Um, we're both going to be feeding shit out there. So I'm rocking out with you. Ask all the questions that you want. Strap yourself in, man. Yep. And get ready for some tangents. Oh, dude. And don't try to follow it because we're going to skip from one thing to another so fucking fast your head's going to spin. But that's all right because I think we're touching on shit that people need to hear anyway. All right, people. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll catch you again in two episodes. Peace. Thanks for listening to the show. If you want to find out more about today's guest, just check out the links in the show notes. You can follow the podcast as well on social media at Not So Secret Dads Business or on our website, notsosecretdadsbusiness.com. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please rate and review the show. It helps more than you realize. Until next time, guys, be the best dad you can be.